0: on this edition of alberta dugout stories the podcast we check in with two former dogs academy players who made their pro baseball debuts this summer Welcome to episode 61 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. What a summer it was for many baseball players who saw their dream of turning pro come true. For two former Dogs Academy products, it might have come a little later than expected, but they're certainly happy to be where they're at now. We'll start things off with catcher Cole McLaren. The Prince Edward Island native has been down quite the road in baseball, coming to Alberta as a 16 year old and graduating from Dogs Academy in 2015. He was a two-year starter at Colby Community College before heading to the University of Pittsburgh, where he started all 55 games for the Panthers in both 2018 and 2019. He was a rock behind the plate over the last couple of years, but was overlooked in the Major League Baseball draft. A few questions lingered as graduation drew near. Then in June, some unexpected news as the Detroit Tigers signed him to a contract. Over the summer, he played in 20 pro games between the Lakeland Flying Tigers in Advanced A, GCL Tigers in Rookie League, and one game with the Erie Seawolves in Double A. Needless to say, he's looking forward to taking the next step in his baseball journey. Cole, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Hey, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Take us back to the day that you got the phone call saying Detroit's interested. Um, Well, it's pretty pretty
1: hard uh, day to forget. Um, I was actually at my... Little brother's high school graduation reception. Um, we were we were in his in his gymnasium, just sitting waiting for his graduation. I got a text from uh, Coach Bell, Coach Mike Bell at at Pitt, um, and he said, "Hey, get have your phone on. You expect a call from someone pretty soon." And then not not long after that, got a call from uh, the Tigers area scout from uh, the Pittsburgh, Ohio area around that area and uh, he said that uh, they were going to offer me a contract and then it was all the rest is history, I guess, is what they say.
0: What's it like going through sort of the the whirlwind tour, so to speak, because you go down, you get a contract signed, you get all all your, your poop in a group, so to speak, and then you're, you're back playing ball again?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it's definitely – it was – humbling for sure you know after the draft you know a little disappointment obviously but I knew my situation um which was which helped big with with coping and not hearing getting my name called and still knowing that there was still a chance to to keep playing with signing as a undrafted free agent and you know that opportunity came along and then Finally got down there and got the ball rolling, and it's been good ever since.
0: How challenging is that aspect of it? Once you finished up at Pitt, that you're sitting there going, "Okay, I'm I'm the senior, I'm graduating. What next?"
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it was it was definitely a you know thought that crossed my mind a couple times. Um, you know, I had a good year at Pitt. You know, I didn't have a, a great year um, offensively, I guess you could say, but. Um, You know, just knowing that I did graduate from Pitt uh, with my degree, so knowing that if baseball didn't work out, I'd still have my degree to to come back and put to use if baseball didn't work out. So there wasn't really a whole lot of panic for me just just because knowing that at the end of the day, I have my education.
0: What was your mindset going into actually getting back behind the plate and calling some shots and and actually working at it from a pro standpoint?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's the same game as I've been playing all along, but at the pro level, man, it's it, it it amps up like none other. I mean, I played in a pretty high level conference at Pitt, and then going from Pitt down to pro ball, it was a it was a big jump, but it was, it was something that I knew that I was prepared for from all my coaches at Pitt and at Colby and, and Oaks Oaks, you know, they prepared they prepare their players to play at this level eventually, right? So I mean I wasn't didn't have any doubts in my mind that, that I could compete at that level.
0: Did you lean on anybody through that process to make sure that you try to keep your game simple?
1: Um, not really be honest you know um i kind of just keep a level head myself and know that you know it's not the end of the world if if you have a bad game or whatever you kind of just gotta have a short memory especially in baseball and move on the next day so kind
0: of just keep to myself to be honest I know you had a bit of a whirlwind tour even just in playing. You were in Lakeland, you went over and played with GCL, and then you end up in Erie of all places. What's it been like kind of almost not knowing from game to game what level or what team you're going to end up playing for?
1: Yeah, man, they uh, they keep you on your toes in pro ball, that's for sure. You can you can be thinking you're staying in one spot for, for a couple weeks, and then you get a call saying you're going to this place and that place. I mean, it... it it keeps it exciting, I guess. You know, you get to see the country and you get to play in front of great fans every, every day. And, you know, it's, it was, yeah, it was a little bit crazy, you know, getting to play for, for three teams in my first year of pro ball, you know, not a whole lot of guys can say that, but, you know, it was a great experience.
0: Did you end up learning anything about yourself, about your abilities as you went through the different levels?
1: Um, yeah, you know, just that, I can I can compete with any with any draft pick with any pro guy. You know what I mean? Like I was playing against you know former big leaguers. I was catching former big leaguers. You know, and that's kind of a feather in my cap, so to say. Just knowing that you know I can catch those guys and I can hit against those guys, and you don't, it doesn't have to take a, a high draft pick to be able to compete at that level.
0: What kinds of things are you going to be working on heading into the off season here?
1: Uh, definitely strength, you know, getting in the weight room, strength and mobility, keeping up with that, make sh- making sure my body's in tip-top shape going into spring training because it's a long, long season. Now that I'll be going into my first season of pro ball, it'll be 140-some games. So want keep, want to make sure that my my mobility and my, my flexibility and my strength is good and that there's I don't get any nagging injuries. Um, well, not just on the baseball side, you know, just keeping things simple, you know, swinging, trying to swing three, four times a week, if not every day, and then get behind the pitch machine and just catching baseballs, you know, getting back into the routine.
0: How crazy is your mind going thinking, hey, next spring I get to be a part of a, of a spring training all of a sudden?
1: Oh, yeah, man, it's it, it's humbling for sure, you know. Um, that's where a lot of guys make their names in spring training. You know, that's how you turn into a nobody. That's how you can turn into a somebody is, is spring training, right? Just being around all those coaches, the the minds that are gonna be around there during spring training, you will be able to learn so much and I'm um, beyond excited
0: for. Take us back a little bit. You mentioned the dogs and your involvement with Dogs Academy and you're you know, you're you're a kid from PEI who ends up in Alberta. First off, what drove you to Alberta and secondly, what did you take away from your experience while you were here?
1: Well, the main reason for the move to Alberta was opportunity you know I mean I don't I hate to say it but if I stay on PEI I don't know if I'd be talking it today saying about how I'm in pro ball right now but I'm not saying it can't be done but I'm just saying this if, if I didn't make the move to Oaks Oaks it would have been a lot less likely so he's just going Oaks Oaks man it was just for opportunity getting to play every day getting you know listening to those coaches and everything they've had to say and the exposure with college coaches and stuff like that so yeah just the main reason was opportunity
0: what did you take away from that experience
1: <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint you know one thing but one thing to take away not even from a baseball standpoint it's just how well the community and the bill of families and the coaches and everything else treat the players you know it's like it's like one one big family the dogs are you know it's it's crazy. Some of my best friends I met out there in Oaks Oaks and you know, just meeting everybody in the town and you know, getting to getting to play for the college team after after my time at, at the academy, you know, it was awesome, man.
0: Do you have a favorite memory of your time in this province?
1: Um yeah, I mean Every time when I played for for the college team, I think when, whenever I came up to bat, my walk up song and, and having everybody clapping along, that was a that was a pretty sweet experience in in Oaktocks. What was
0: that walk up song?
1: Uh, Heave away by the Fables, the Irish song I think from from Newfoundland or something like that. And every time i come up to bat, the the fans would start clapping along to the beat, and you know, Canada Day heaven. 6,000 people clapping along to your welcome songs, pretty sweet, so.
0: That's unreal. Final question for you, Cole, when you look back on the year that's been, what does it mean to you to uh, actually get to take a, a moment and look back and, and think about all the successes that you've had?
1: Yeah, man, it's, it's tough to believe for me, honestly. I mean, it's just, you know, coming from a kid from PEI, it's just, undrafted. It just goes to show that anybody can anybody can do it from anywhere. You know, just don't don't set the bar too low. Um always keep working and don't don't give up regardless of what anybody says, you know, it's it's been a humbling experience so far, man, through through everything, through Oak Soaks and Colby and, and Pitt and then now with the Tigers. It's just it's been been humbling to say the least so i'm grateful for the all the opportunities i've had so far
0: it's been fantastic to watch you in your journey and looking forward to what next year brings for you and even beyond that so cole thanks so much for sharing your story and joining us here on the podcast great man thank you so much Another guy who waited a little longer than he would have liked to was Matt Lloyd. The Dogs Academy and Western Canadian Baseball League Dogs product was one of a handful of Albertans who finally had their name called in this summer's MLB draft. He went to the Cincinnati Reds in the 15th round after another standout season at Indiana University. He ended up playing in 27 games for the Billings Mustangs and another 23 games in single A with the Dayton Dragons hitting .236 overall with 8 home runs and 23 RBIs. And as it turned out, the 23-year-old had a few delays simply getting to play south of the border. But he, too, is happy to put his past behind him and focus on the future. Matt, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Last time we chatted, you had just been drafted by the Cincinnati Reds. An exciting time for you. So walk us through uh, the last few months here and what it's been like in a, a bit of a whirlwind summer.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot to handle for sure, some, some transitions. Uh. So initially I went to Arizona for about um, five days, had to get physicals and stuff like that, and then um, got shipped off to Billings, Montana, and I actually had to sit out for two weeks, you know, waiting for my work visa to pass, which was kind of frustrating to be honest. And then um, from then on I played, after the two weeks was up, I played – um, up until the All Star break with the rookie ball team, the Bill- Billings Mustangs, and then um, made my way back to Billings. Uh, got the call to go up to play with uh, Dayton Dragons in Bowie, and then um, finished the season there. And you know, just had a great time. Uh, first taste of professional baseball, and uh, and I love it. So I'm excited to get going again next year.
0: Was it everything that you imagined?
2: Um, yeah, I would say that. Just probably a little bit. It was everything I imagined, and a little bit more. You know, it's you don't really uh, take into account, you know, the fatigue when you're when you're imagining it, but um, the fatigue is real, and uh, you just got to learn how to take care of your body.
0: What do you think was the biggest um, learning experience you had through it outside of the fatigue? Did you really kind of catch yourself at any given point and go, "Wow, I wasn't really expecting that."
2: Um. You know, just being able to handle failure and success uh, sometimes. Well, I mean, everyone knows that baseball is a game of failure, but it's also a game of, you know, when you're doing well, you have to also handle that. You can't – just like you can't ride the lows, you have to not ride the highs too much. So it's, it's about, you know, trying to stay as even keel as you can. Pro ball is, you know, a great learning, learning experience for that because you're out there every single day rather than in college where you kind of have – Um, you play the weekend and then maybe midweek. So there's, there's some days in between games, but, um, you know, pro ball is literally every single day. Um, so just learning how to bounce back from the lows and also, um, not riding the highs too much for sure. Did the talent level take you by surprise at all? Um, a little bit. Um, you know, there's definitely some, some better arms, a lot of more, uh, definitely more velocity to deal with I would say more more um, wipeout pitches stuff like that but at the end of the day it's still baseball and um, once you get in the groove of like going out there every day the game's the exact same once that you um, kind of get uh, acclimated to it so I would say you know there's definitely some standout guys but as far as being like um, blown away or anything like that, I would say, um, not too bad just just once I got adjusted it was it was pretty pretty smooth transition, so
0: and you obviously did get adjusted. You hit a few home runs along the way that managed to go viral as as everybody's kind of watching up here in Alberta. Any moments in particular stand out for you?
2: Yeah, definitely. um my parents were actually there for my first games after. You know, I was sitting out for two weeks, literally just texting uh, our guy in Arizona like almost every every day, just annoying him, asking him if my visa went through. and You know, just jonesing just to get out there. And then, yeah, my parents were in Billings for my first at-bats and my first games. And just being able to, you know, have success right off the bat with them there. Um, that was really special for me. And then going up to Dayton and kind of having the same kind of story, um, Hitting the first, the first pitch I saw, I hit a home run. So, kind of um, surreal moment. I was running the bases a little bit, you know, like floating around the bases. Of <laughs> um Yeah, it was just a great feeling. And some all will always remember is those two, those two moments where, you know, my parents were there and they saw my first professional hit, and home run, within two days, and then going up to Dayton and just um,
0: taking it with stride. So. What did it mean to you to be able to play professional baseball? I mean, it's been a, a bit of a long road for you. I, I've talked to you a few different times, and there's been uh, some successes, some failures, and some frustrations, and, and everything has kind of all been encapsulated, and you've been able to uh, to move on and, and go pro.
2: Yeah, this is something that I've, I've always wanted since I was a little kid, and um, just being able to, not get caught up in you know what happened in my college years and it took five years of college for me to get here which obviously wasn't the plan going into it but um, you know it's just it's a big learning experience being able to um, you know deal with those failures like bigger than just a day-to-day failure Mm -hmm. and I think that I've really learned and grown from it and I think it's gonna you know pay off in the long run so I'm glad that I went through it and and I'm just making the most of the time that I have here in pro Bowl and just hope, hope to play as long as I can.
0: And you got to play a lot for Indiana university over the last few years. And were once again, recognized recently with some awards. What did that all mean to you?
2: I mean, it was awesome. Uh, I was actually just back in Indiana this past weekend, got to see all the boys again and we got to share the, the ring ceremony and we all got to, you know, celebrate the season that we had and, winning uh Big Ten Championship was just something I'll always remember and just solidifies the brotherhood that we have with all those guys. And um and the other stuff is cool too, but the stuff that I'm really gonna remember is, you know, winning that championship with my brothers and then making more memories with them this past weekend. So
0: Looking ahead now, what's on your radar in terms of training and getting ready for uh, your first spring training in in Major League Baseball?
2: Yeah, so um, the Reds are doing something new this year with their first-year players. Um, We're having like a strength camp, Um, so I'm going to be flying out to Arizona October 20th, so this Sunday, and it's about two weeks long, you know, doing workouts, um, learning about nutrition, and team-building stuff and things like that. So um, at the end of the season, they said, like, that would kind of kick off our, our off-season program. So um, so once I get done with that, then I'll kind of have a better idea of what my off is going to look like. But so far, I've just been getting in the weight room, kind of take some time away from baseball. Um, I haven't really swung a bat too much. Threw, I haven't thrown a baseball, really. And, you know, just trying to get the body back, the arm healthy, the, you know, getting strong again. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going down to Arizona and getting some guidance for, for my first pro off season.
0: When you look ahead to February, March, April, what are you looking forward to the most?
2: Uh, I would say just getting back on the field, getting in the nice weather, getting away from, you know, this Canadian <laughs> cold weather that we that we deal with for some reason, mm-hmm. like why do we live here? But, um, yeah, that's going to be nice and then just seeing the teammates that uh that I got to play with this summer. Um just being able to hang out with those guys again and and uh sh- share some off-season stories and stuff like that and just just get ready for the season to start.
0: Do you have any short-term or long-term goals set out for yourself where you'd like to be in in sort of the grand scheme of the organization uh right now?
2: Um I haven't really thought about that too much uh yet. Um I'm just imagining since I ended up in Dayton. I'm just picturing myself going back there and just trying to start the season off strong. And um, I'd say a main goal for me is just to stay healthy the whole season. Um, Pro ball is kind of a different animal. Like like I said before, it's every single day. And um, this past year, I my first half of the season of like a long season was um, it was in college, so it's going to be a little bit different. Um, you know, playing every single day right from the get go instead of, you know, after the draft and stuff. So definitely a goal of mine is to stay healthy the entire season. Um I don't want to miss any games for injuries. And um yeah, just that's basically my goals, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have something to prove, maybe a little bit of a chip on your shoulder that you wanna get off your, your back a little bit?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of Scouts over the over the years have passed on me, and now that I have my opportunity, I'm I'm just out there to make the most of it and um, kind of prove to those scouts that passed on me um, proof to them that I have what it takes to uh, make the big league roster one day. And um, every day, I'm just going to keep working towards that. And I'm just grateful that the Reds have given me the opportunity to uh, to
0: be able to chase my dream. Final question for you, Matt, with the benefit of hindsight, of course, what does it mean to you to be in the spot you're in now? I mean, it's, it's a dream come true.
2: Um, You know, in the minor leagues, it's not all about, it's not a glamorous lifestyle, I would say, but um, just the the people that I've got to meet over the years, um, over the season, especially, and then, um, you know, just making, making your uh, best friends over, you know, bus rides and, and just, you know, mess around before the game, after the game, during the game, stuff like that. Um, it's just it's just everything I've ever wanted, and um, I'm just going to keep making the most of it and looking forward to next year and making, making more memories with the boys. So, yeah, I'm excited.
0: We're excited to hear where you end up and uh, all the successes that lie ahead for you. Matt, thanks so much again for joining us on the podcast and sharing uh, your story over the last few months here.
2: No problem. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks again to both Cole and Matt for joining us on the podcast this week. And thanks to you for downloading and listening. If you have a spare moment, leave us a rating and review if you're able. And of course, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, and Spotify. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.